What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Built Different Podcast. Our mission, to spark hope, encouragement, and motivation in and through your life today. When you finish a podcast, our hope is that our community would be inspired to live different, to live freely and boldly because of the love of Jesus. We'll be your hosts. I'm Zach. And I'm Brooke. Let's go. Welcome back, everybody, to the Built Different Podcast. What's going on? We're so excited to have you guys. We had an awesome guest today, Chris Singleton. Yes. Who's an absolute legend, um, played professional baseball, now Mm. just traveling around the world, honestly, spreading um, just the message of Christ's love and unity. Mm. He speaks everywhere from big stages to um, the classroom and he just is spreading the love of Jesus and I think a big thing a big theme of some of the things he was talking about was just this unity and the unity in the body and having people just um, play their role like understand their role in the body not trying to be somebody else but be fully them and who God gifted and created them to be Um, and also just Uh, making every situation look like heaven and so i don't know i was really encouraged by the interview and i know you were too zach absolutely i love the interview because chris is actually somebody that you hear about in a second but we played against each other college baseball big south conference i was pitching at liberty university and he was a star outfielder at charleston southern university like brooke said went on to get drafted by the cubs in 2017 so he's a professional athlete he's also a best-selling author he's an inspirational speaker like brooke said and honestly he just has an amazing heart for the Lord and for other people. And the message behind the entire episode today, I really think, like Brooke saying, falls into that aspect of finding good, godly community that yeah. will sharpen you, that will push you, that of course will encourage you, but don't just seek out community for validation, but rather mm-hmm. also seek it out for correction too. Find people that will push you and that will challenge you to become a better version of yourself Come rather on. than just settling for complacency and within your comfort zones. So you guys, there's so much wisdom that you can glean from today's episode. I hope you guys have your notepads and your pens ready because here we yeah, go. Let us introduce you to our friend, Mr. Chris Singleton. Chris, thank you so much for joining us today, man. Thank you so much for having me, man. Excited. We're very excited to have you. What an yes. amazing opportunity, truly, just to sit with you today to hear about all that God has been doing in and through your life and how he's used your story and your testimony truly to spark such motivation and inspiration within so many lives, including both Brooke and eyes. Yeah. But man, not too long ago, we were just talking about it. Back in my glory days, we were competing <laughs> against each other on the Woo! baseball diamond, Big Come South on. Conference. I was a pitcher at Liberty. Chris was a star outfielder at Charleston Southern University. You then go on to get picked up by the Chicago Cubs in 2017. Woo! And man, God has just done some amazing things in and through your life since. We'll dive into those details here in a second. But up front, man, you've been traveling a lot here recently. Mm -hmm. You speak a lot. I know you do a lot of speaking within um, schools and different things like that with teachers. Um, Really, with school starting back up, my question is, what is the message God's been placing on your heart for such a time as this that Mm -hmm. you've been instilling within every individual you've had the opportunity of impacting? Okay, so I think the the biggest message that I'm sharing right now with the kids and with the teachers is about love and unity. So, mm-hmm. you know, my mission has been the same after I lost my mom. Uh, but I think the biggest thing is when teachers can can spread that message, even when I'm gone, like I'm in and out a lot of times. So when I'm when I leave, can they continue to love all their kids and make them feel special and 
uh, make them feel like regardless of where they're from or what they look like, they're loved by their teachers. Mm. Mm, come on. That's so awesome. Um, and I know you you just briefly brought it up there, but just to catch our listeners up to speed, um, just the unimaginable happened um, in 2015 mm. when you lost your mom at the Charleston Church Massacre. Mm. Um, and I'm just so sorry that that happened. Yeah. And also, I'm just amazed and taken back by your response mm. to such an event, such a tragic event. But the way that you have turned something evil for good just amazes me personally. Yeah. Um, but I know we'd love to hear how that event um, formed you into the man that you've become today and the mission that you're pursuing by spreading this love and unity. Yeah, I think, you know, before I lost my mom, I didn't have a... Uh I guess my mission was to play big league baseball. Yeah. Mission yeah. for me was to be a maybe an athletic director one day. Mm. And after I lost my mom, everything shifted for me. Mm. Uh, and, and, you know, for, for me, there's really two ways you can go when you lose, you know, somebody so close to you while they're praying in church. You can say, God, there's no way you're real if my mom gets killed while she's praying. Or you can say, God, I don't know how this happened or why it happened, but you got to pull me through this storm. Mm. And I went with the latter. And so uh, that has literally strengthened my faith tenfold. Mm. And uh, I know for a fact that the Holy Spirit was moving when I forgave my my mother's killer. Like I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I always say I don't yeah. hear a voice in my head. I don't have that gift. But, you know, when I forgave my, my mother's killer, I knew for a fact that that was the Holy Spirit moving inside of me. So mm. uh, it just sparked the, it sparked the mission. And now I travel all across the, the country and the world. Just tr- stop stuff like that from happening in the future is the mission for me. Mm. Man, Chris, it's so powerful. And I'm glad you brought up that word of forgiveness, right? Because that's yeah. something that so many people, they truly don't understand. They don't understand how freeing it really is to forgive somebody. You know, I think at the heart of forgiveness, working in the mental health field myself, getting the opportunity to speak into people's lives who are seeking the help and encouragement and care, um, is really just being able to understand what empathy looks like. And there's a difference between sympathy and empathy. Sympathy is just feeling bad for somebody. Empathy is actually being able to put yourself in someone else's shoes. And it's just fascinating to me how the language in the mental health space is shifted really from what's the matter with that person to I wonder what happened to that person. And when we're able to empathize with people, it provides us with, I think, a better opportunity then to forgive them because we're able to put ourselves in their shoes to say, hmm, I wonder what actually happened in that moment. So Chris, for you, going through such a tragic event like you just brought up forgiving the person who murdered your mother how were you able to do so and what did that step look like to actually being able to find that freedom yeah yeah I think first you know when you talk about forgiveness you know the, the cliche thing is to say that it's not for the other person it's for you yeah. um, but you got to dive deeper than that when we talk yeah. about forgiving somebody so you got to figure out what's on the other side of it for you like what's what's the reward for you because he's not even as like a believer you know, I believe that Jesus walked this earth, was crucified, dead and buried. He rose on the third day into heaven and whoever mm-hmm. believes in him sh- shall not perish, but have eternal life. Like there's something right. on the other side of salvation. Right. So for me, I'm thinking, well, what's on the other side of forgiveness? Mm-hmm. And what's on the other, other side for me is I don't have to, you know, hate all white people because mm-hmm. one, one white person was a white supremacist and wanted to take my mom away. Forgiving mm-hmm. him allows me to not think everybody's like that because it's yeah. not the case. Forgiveness allows me to not think that everybody's out to get my family right. uh, when it's not the case. I used to struggle with you know, PTSD about 
always wondering if my life was in jeopardy or I was at harm. So mm. um, there's so many different things that are on the mm. other side of forgiveness and people have to figure out what that is for them. What's the reward for them? Mm. Because most times the person that we want to we want to forgive, maybe they're not even thinking about it anymore. They, they went on with their life and that's just who they are. My mother's killers never said sorry. He's never uh, apologized for what he's done. But I don't need that when I've forgiven. Right. I don't need an apology because I've already moved forward in my life. Mm. And that's kind of the, the thought process that I have behind forgiveness. You got to figure out what's on the other side for you. Mm. 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 Dang, that's powerful. Yeah. What's on the other side of forgiveness? Mm. Um, this question's kind of more impromptu just off of what you're saying, because I feel like it's really powerful. Um, just like this response of forgiveness. And I feel like just in the times right now, like there's a lot of darkness in this world and division. So yeah. I think it's powerful, number one, Chris, that you're talking about love and unity because yeah. we need more of that. But I would love just to get your insight and perspective, which I think is unique because of your your story, is how should we as Christians respond to some of this like racial injustice that's yeah. going on in our culture today that I feel like has just been coming up more and more like this situation with your mom and this egregious act of racism mm -hmm. that happened that's just unacceptable and mm -hmm. horrible. How are we then to respond to these moments um, that are coming up and how are we to react to them in a way that promotes love and unity like you talk about? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think first we have to recognize when something happens, we shouldn't find out. We should look for well, what did what did they do to, you know, trigger this or what happened before the camera? Yeah. came? Like we, we, I've heard that so much, especially from people that are in church with me. Yeah. And it's like when my mom was killed, nobody asked, like, what did the people in the church do to deserve that? No, it was just like, hey, wrong is wrong. Let's wrap our arms around one another yeah. and love each other. Um, yes. And that's 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 what's changed a little bit, unfortunately. So I want us to get back back there and then we have to be uh intentional as believers man i i wholeheartedly like believe that, that mm. even as christians and we know we know what heaven looks like heaven looks like everybody from everywhere you know Come what I'm saying? On. that's right that's what heaven looks like the and body so, yeah for sure and unfortunately sometimes as believers we just you know you look at our weddings when when you get married Everybody at your wedding usually looks like you unless you're intentional about making it look like heaven. Yeah. What I challenge believers to do is make sure, mm -hmm. hey, whether it's a wedding, it's a party, it's whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. I want it to look like heaven, not just looking like me or my family members. That's mm. good. That's good, Chris. Making it, it intentional like that your community looks like heaven and not just like you. Man, I think yeah. that's a powerful line right there. When I think of you and I see you, I follow you, right? Having played against you, I just wanted to keep up with you in a sense. And I saw you doing such amazing things. And I've been following your stuff for quite some time now on social media. I really see in a sense, like a young Martin Luther King Jr. type yes. of persona that comes about. And I think oh. of MLK's, one of my favorite quotes by him, darkness does not drive out darkness, only yep. light can do that. Hate Come cannot on. drive out hate, only love can do that. That. And I think that's kind of like what you embody, um, yeah. not only in your testimony, but in the messaging that you really have embodied as your ministry. And Chris, something that really comes to mind then is Mark 12, 30 and 31, where God reminds us of his greatest commandments, that we're to love um, God with all of our heart, soul, mind and strength, but that the second is that we should love our neighbor as ourselves. You wrote a book about this very topic. And so Chris, what are some practical ways that me and Brooke and all of our listeners can begin implementing our love and making sure that it screams louder than the negativity within our world and culture yes, today? Mom. 
Yeah, I think there's a song. Um, I think his name's Danny Goki or something like that. Yes, love yep. God and love people. I He's love been that on song, here. By the way. Yep, <laughs> come on. It's phenomenal. Um, but I think one of the practical things we can do. So we're already going to try to make our community look like uh, heaven and, and not just like us. Mm-hmm. Um, but also we need to learn about people. So yeah. for me, I'm gonna be honest. I don't. I don't know about you know what keeping kosher means. I don't know about all these different things because it's not a part of who I am. It's not a part of my faith. But mm-hmm. if I want to love people and I want my you know surroundings to look like everybody, yeah. you know maybe I need to learn about something different. I didn't know what you know. I have a friend of mine now who, who taught me what ABC means. It means American born Chinese. I never heard mm-hmm. of that before in my mm-hmm. life. And so yeah. there's all these different things. I like to listen to learn, even if it's mm-hmm. like you know I'm not gonna ever. Me personally, I, w- I don't want to, you know, practice my faith in the Quran or nothing like that. Right. But I have a friend of mine and that's his faith. And I'm like, man, I don't I don't know it, but I don't want to hate you. I want to love you. So can you teach me? Right. And so mm-hmm. I think those are some of the things that I try to do. And it doesn't waver my faith by any means. It strengthens it because, you know, deep down, I'm trying to get him to love Jesus, of course. Right. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I just want to learn about him as well. And uh, love him where he's at. And I think that's something we can we should be doing. Mm. Mm, that's so good. Um, I'd love for you to uh, continue on this like theme of unity. Yeah. And I know that you're an athlete, too. And so um, you understand the power of unification yeah. and specifically community, because there's nothing like the environment of a team. Yeah. And so can you share with us a little bit of just like how you've seen the power of community in your life and how that pushes us into the heart of the Lord and grows us in our walk with him? Yeah, I'll give you I'll give you an example. So uh, recently, um, I'm a person that wants to win in all every aspect of my life. I don't you know, if a guy makes three million dollars, but he's on his seventh wife, that's not success to me. You know, if a, right. if a guy does you know, has a great company and is really fit, but his kids hate him, that's not success to me either. So mm. I've always tried to win in five aspects. And my buddy, his name's Ryan Cass, me and him literally started a company called Champion Tribe. Mm. And we try to win in five aspects is faith, mm. family, finances, uh, foundation and fitness. Foundation meaning like giving. Love and it. so, uh, one of my strengths, I would say, is finance. I'm only 26, but you know, I'm the one percent of earners in the in the country and probably the world. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my strengths is also my faith, right? One of my weaknesses that I need to be better on is my fitness. Mm-hmm. And my wife says I'm good with family, but I think I need to be better with family as well. And so, yeah. those are some of my weaknesses. My buddy, on the other hand, his fitness is unreal. He's waking up running five miles every day, Ooh, you know, come on. And uh, but his faith, he wants to grow in that. Mm. And so, you know, iron sharpens iron. I, yeah. I basically say, hey, I, I'm not good at working out, but I want to work yes. out twice a week, not five, six days a week like yeah. you. But can you hold mm. me accountable? Same thing with our faith. His faith is, you know, he grew up c- Catholic. And so he had some, you know, stuff there he needed to work mm. through and now he's attending church every single Sunday because we're holding each other accountable. And so I think there's definitely ways uh, that a community can help you grow in your faith when you have somebody saying, hey, I'm on this walk with you. I'm mm-hmm. on the walk with you to learn about uh, who our Lord and Savior is, for you to have a personal relationship and not just, you know, check the box every single day. I'm on the journey with them. And uh, it's been really cool. We got we started this like literally two months ago. and We got like 32 people in there. Um, people are growing in their businesses and their faith and in their family, which is really cool too, because now when I go home, I, I go four or five hours without my phone, which was like unreal for me to be able to do before we started this group, mm-hmm. but it's been pretty cool for us. 
Man, I think that's incredible, Chris, because some that I wrote down was that obviously like love's in action, but I also think it's very multifaceted, right? So there's different mm-hmm. aspects to what love actually looks like. But unfortunately, I think a lot of people, you know, whether to wounds or insecurities or trust issues and more, they really seek out love from other people and community for validation rather than for correction, right? And I think that's what you're talking about, being able to push mm-hmm. each other. We all hear it in two word phrase, mm-hmm. tough love, right? But I don't think there's really such a thing as tough love. I just think that's an aspect of what love is, being able to push people, like you said, sharpen people. Scripture says, faithful are the wounds of a friend. Andy Mm. Andrews has a quote that says, maybe it's time we get over the, at least they accept me for who I am crowd. So Chris, what would you say to the person today who's been really struggling, who's been seeking community just for the validation aspect because they like living in comfort, but really trying to push them to sharpen themselves and to find community that will push them and challenge them also, as well as encourage and validate them too. Yeah, man, I'm gonna be honest, but you have to seek that out. You have to seek people that are trying to grow in those aspects of life because unfortunately there are some people that just say, hey, I'm okay with just waking up every day and you know just going about life and you know, they're okay with just being not even content, but just complacent. I think mm-hmm. contentment is a good thing, but complacency, I think is sinful when God put us here and, you know, he, we're happy, we're healthy, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if we're not happy, we're healthy. That's right. like I just got done speaking to a school district yesterday. Every single kid is disabled. There's 600 mm-hmm. kids and they have like severe disabilities. And I, I was having a tough morning yesterday. I told my wife and after I left, I said, my goodness, God put me in this district because mm-hmm. like... Dude, Chris, these kids, they, they, they've been bedridden since they were newborns. And I'm like, uh, wow, like it's it's tough. And so I think we have to we have to seek out those people that will say, hey, man, I know you're having a rough day, but God woke you up this morning mm. where right? you were able to walk. You were able to sing. You got a beautiful voice. Right. <laughs> whatever you got to do to praise and whatever you got to do to keep moving forward. Let's do it together. Mm. And, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've found out that. I wish it was everybody that was always trying to be better in every aspect of their lives. But I see that it's not, unfortunately. So you have to really seek out those people that are trying to uh, sharpen one another. Mm, That's good. That's so good. And I love that story about your friend who, you know, may be strong in one of those categories like or multiple like fitness and this and that. But weak in the areas where you're strong like the aspect of yeah. faith and that reminds me of ephesians 4 and it's just like the parts of the body building up and growing to create the unity of jesus and to spread his work mm-hmm. and it talks about how the eye can't say to the ear like oh i have no use for you like i don't need you <laughs> or like the ankle say to the head like oh no bro i'm good i can do my own thing because mm-hmm. that doesn't work And so I feel like so much in our life today, we try to be something that we're not, or we look at someone else doing something in their lane, and that's not our lane, but we try to merge over into that lane and do what they're doing. And it's like, man, no, we're we're different parts of one body. Mm. So we're called to be unified, as you're talking about, Chris, but we aren't supposed to, there's not supposed to be 15 ears, you know? Mm. (laughs) And so... My question is like, how can we come to realize what our part is, Mm. but then how do we walk confidently in our lane, in our part of the body that we're meant to bring? Mm. Yeah, I don't think there's anybody that's, you know, perfect in every aspect of of life, right? Right. And the reason why I say that is because the other day uh, I was watching something with Tom Brady. I'm a big sports guy, so hopefully, I don't know. I am too. (laughs) Tom Brady was talking about like uh, how... 
it's not always about him what he wants because he's he's going to retire he's like it's not about always what i want it's about mm-hmm. what my family wants mm-hmm. then he comes back and he's like oh yeah i'm back and i'm like what in the world <laughs> like did your family just say you know uh you do whatever you want or did you just say nah whatever i'll do whatever i want right yeah and so i don't think there's anybody that is like, hey, I'm, I've made it on my journey, even with our faith. Right. There's nobody. I think it's kind of uh, I think it's kind of arrogant to say, like, I, I've made it in my faith. It's a journey. Even if you feel like, you know, the Bible from front to back, you know, like the back of your hand, it's always a journey. Now, you can be confident in your, your salvation. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm thinking, man, there's got to be there's a journey. I don't think yeah. we've, anybody I don't know has has just said, hey, I'm all the way there. We're all mm-hmm. a work in progress. And so. That kind of humbles you knowing that you're not you're never going to be like there um but it it definitely is something to strive for for sure Mm. and knowing that it is a journey chris this faith walk for you personally right you're the you're the inspirational speaker you're the guy who people pay to come in and just to share the good news right of the gospel to share what love and what unity really look like and you're constantly on the go we were just talking about the busy schedule that you have constantly running constantly filling up just pews and all sorts of different people that you get to pour into but my thing is mm-hmm. what are you doing on a daily basis that really fills up your cup so then you're not just giving the scraps to these kids in yep. these schools but really at the end of the day your cup is overflowing yeah, I think there's got to be ebbs and flows of, you know, when you're basically getting poured into versus pouring out like this yeah. month, it is going to be majority of me pouring out like yeah. this month. Right. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, hey, I can, you know, some people say, well, I'll get mine in the morning. I'll do my devotion in the morning and then that should be good. Well, I'm speaking like almost every single day this month. So this yeah. month is literally me just pouring everything out. Mm-hmm. And then next month will be me say- saying, hey, let's stop. Let's take a break. Let's mm-hmm. drink some tea, right? Yeah. Make sure your voice is okay. And uh, let's get filled back up. So that's kind of how my journey goes. It's not like every single day because some days I'm just going a million miles an hour and I pour everything yeah. I have out. And the next day I do the same thing. But yeah. at the end of that week or at the end of those two weeks, I need to say, hey, let's take a big break right here. I like it. Yeah. No work, you know, just music, relaxation with my family, just taking it easy. So. That's kind of how, how I how I view it. Um, and, and I've always said, like, there's sometimes in life, there's not really a balance because we always talk about what's the balance of it. Right. Well, you know, if I'm gone for three weeks straight, there's no balance for my family. Mm-hmm. But there's an understanding that as soon as daddy gets home, then there's no more phone. There's no more work, mm-hmm. anything. It's just, hey, be totally present when I'm back. And so I, like I found out the understanding that I have with my family, the understanding that I have. Uh, with my little guys it's, it's been phenomenal um for me and my growth because professional athletes you know you, you got 162 games in baseball and football you got all these weeks and months that you're going away from your family and that's not that's mm-hmm. not like you know there's no balance there but there's got to be an understanding that when you get off that road when you get back home with your kiddos like it's you got to be locked in just like you were when you were away mm-hmm. that's good mm-hmm. That's so good. Yeah, there's a season for everything, and we just need to seize the season that we're in. And I feel like that's what you're really doing, Chris. And thank you for modeling that for us. Mm -hmm. So whenever we uh, just wrap up our interviews, we always want to just leave the door open for the Spirit to just give a now word for our listeners listening right now. So Mm -hmm. what is kind of the the word of hope or encouragement or wisdom or maybe something that you've been reading in your time with the Lord that you would like to share with our listener right now who may be discouraged or they're just going in their season that might be difficult or maybe they're in a season of rest and they just want some encouragement. 
Yeah, I think for me, like I, I pick a word of the year. And so my word That's for this good. whole year, yeah, has been just focus, right? That's mm-hmm. been my, my my whole word for the whole year. In a world where like I'm on TikTok here, Instagram's up there, Facebook's up here, Twitter's over there. Yeah. yeah. Right. I've my calendar, if you guys saw my calendar, you'd be like, what in the world is wrong with you, Chris? Right. So <laughs> I think for me, if I could just stop and focus on the the thing that I'm doing in the present. Man, it would just, it, it, it gives me less anxiety. Like, yeah, I'm going to be honest. Like, w- at one point, I, like, wouldn't even look at my calendar until the night before because I'm like, I don't even want to see it. I know it's so much, right? And I'm like, that's a problem, man. That's that's too much. You got too much on your, on your plate. Mm-hmm. And now when I just say, I want to be intensely focused with whatever it is in front of me. Mm-hmm. If that's me teaching my son how to tie shoes, like, that's all I want to think about. I don't want to think about anything else. And uh, just it, focus has been like a great way for me to just free myself of, of some of that anxiety and, you know, feeling like, am I getting it all done uh, every day? So if I can c- encourage somebody just to focus where they are, where their feet are, mm-hmm. like, I hope that will help somebody out like it has for me. Mm, that's a great word right there, Chris. Focus where your feet are. Man, it's been just a blessing just yeah. getting the opportunity to hear more from you, so more good. from your story, um, actually being able to meet you face to face rather than just going through a baseball line, shaking hands after a series. <laughs> but man, just thank you so much uh, for being focused with your time with us today here on the Build Different Podcast. We appreciate you. We appreciate your message of hope, encouragement, and motivation that you instill within so many lives. So man, thank you so much for your willingness to be with us today on the show. Thank you for the opportunity, man. Wow, that was so powerful. Such a good interview, Brooke. Dang, Chris. Um, I think something that really stuck with me right there at the end, his now word was be present Yeah, where you are. Yeah. Um, I got challenged the other day by Coach McKay, the basketball coach at Liberty University, shout out. Mm. He had us all pull out our phones and he's like, everyone look up the screen time. And if you can right now, check it out. Check out your screen time and your settings. It was very sobering because it's crazy how sometimes technology can be used for really great things, connection, unity, spreading the love of the Lord. But Mm. also it can just suck me in, man. YouTube, Instagram, all of that. It knows how to just suck you into it. And so I think that was a really good now encouragement right now, just a little conviction in my heart to just be present in where I'm at, be where my feet are, um, and just take that in as we just head throughout this day. Mm. I think that's so powerful, Brooke, and a couple things that really stood out to me around that word of just being present it goes back to just community, and something that Chris said <laughs> is making sure that our community looks more like heaven than it looks like us, yes, and I thought I that was that. so powerful, just in understanding that no matter the skin color, no matter the upbringing, mm-hmm. um, any anything like that, that we can love others. And I think that goes back to loving God and loving people, the two greatest commands that God gave us ultimately. And then finally, the last word that I kind of want to leave us with today is a theme of Chris's story, which wraps around this term of forgiveness. And so what I want to leave you with is if you're someone that's holding a grudge or you're bitter or you're angry um, you're, maybe you're rolling with malice and slander, as Scripture says. My challenge to you today would be to consider what forgiveness looks like. Mm-hmm. Consider, like Chris said, what's on the other side of it for you at the end of the day. But also understanding that forgiveness is so freeing, not for the person that's being forgiven, but more so for the person doing the forgiving. Because 
it's so freeing because it's truly it's ridding yourself of this idea that you're holding anything against somebody else and that truly is the most loving thing that you can do is when, when we can choose to forgive and let things go and truly giving them up and offering them up to the Lord so I don't know if you've been holding on to something but I challenge you today send the text make the phone call say the prayer forgive somebody in private forgive somebody in public whatever it looks like for you just choose to forgive and choose to love and like chris is saying all throughout the the entire episode choose to unify the body of christ together you guys as always we love you thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on on the the build Build different Different Podcast. podcast